In the building with Johnny J from ETW. How you doing, brother? Good, good, man. How you doing? Good to be here in uh, out of shot town for a few days. I am out of touch. It actually feels good. It feels good. I only got one coat on, man. Exactly what you say. What's, what's the weather like in shot town right now? Two coats. Okay. Yeah. I lived in Chicago for a few years. Really? Yeah, from uh, actually from 2011, 2014. Really? I was working out at Allstate for a few years. Oh, okay. Yeah, about, okay. yeah, out in uh, North, was it Northbrook? I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So let me ask you this, man. How was it being here for the mic drop event? How, how is this for you? You know what? It, it feels like I'm going to uh, like a, like a class reunion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these guys I've, I've worked with um, years ago. Yeah. Years ago. Because we, we started off, man, 19. Well, we technically started the group in the early, late 80s. Yeah. But we actually got signed with Forefront in mm-hmm. 1990. Okay. And that's when we started really hooking up with people in events like um, like uh, the Gospel Music Association, Double Wars, things like that. You run into Mike Peace, yes. GID, uh, D-Boy, a lot of these guys that, you know, they, they were just, we all kind of just starting off around the same time. Yeah. You know, so when I see them now, you know, I go, man, I don't look as old as I thought. You mean on a comparative basis? On a comparative basis. Don't we all do that? Yeah. You know, we all do that. It's that crazy. <laughs> no, but really, it was, it was really good to see. Yeah, yeah. Is this the first time you've seen him in how many years? I, well, we did an event in Dallas. Right, I was there. That's yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah. And, dude, it's been a while, man. Yeah. Because I haven't done anything as far as, like, musically or whatever. So yeah. Late night. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, I started doing some local church stuff when I got to Chicago. Right. Uh, I was a youth leader for long and, and whatever. Yeah. As far as, like, working with anybody, no. Right. What does it feel like to see the 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 labor of your work, man? The when you think about all the trials, right? All the sacrifices, all the no's, all the rejection, all the man. I would even say, you know, people telling you, man, this is devil music. What are you doing? You know, what does it feel like to see that come to this kind of point, being put forth in a film, in a historic document? Right. What does that feel like? It's actually kind of humbling. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think our main motivation getting involved with it was really to minister to kids. Yeah. You know, and these are just the accolades that come with being obedient to really what God initially put us on the road to do. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it was I had to be obedient to even just leave Detroit to go to Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Like I went to school there. Oh, is that right? I was with Oral Rob. Okay. We started the group at Oral Rob. Gotcha. So that's what I mean. Just Tulsa is very nostalgic for me. Yeah. Because this is literally where we started. You know what I mean? We got some students together, me and Elroy and a couple of people we Made the group, yeah. And we started off doing some. Matter of fact, um, Mookie, um, Mike Taylor, mm-hmm. group, he was actually in our group. Is that right? And we used to call ourselves the JC. What, what, what were you going to Oral Roberts for? I was going for um, uh, theology, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Elroy was going there for graphic arts. Uh, Mike Taylor, again, who's executive producer of this film, mm-hmm. was this little high school kid running around, you know, because we knew his <laughs> sister, mm-hmm. you know, and she, you know, we she was she was at school with us. He was just hanging around. He was real talented. We said, man, why don't you come over here? So we had him in our group. Mm-hmm. I was just come give you some, some old school stories. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, um, you know, I felt like, um, you know, I really needed to be in Tulsa in order for this thing to even get started. Nice. If I never left Detroit, I would have never got this started. Gotcha. You know, and you don't really know the decision of how it is going to impact until it really starts to, yeah. in, you know, whatever. So then I got this thing going. And, I mean, I didn't never knew that it was going to be like this big of a thing. You know? Yeah. 
we were just some we were just some kids trying to get some stuff together to go out in the community. But when we actually got the record contract in 1990, it changed everything. Now people know you in Denmark. Now mm-hmm. we get invited to go to Denmark. People know you in Japan. We get invited to go to Japan. So we had an opportunity to go all over the world. Again, Mike Taylor was with us, you know, and it was initially like four of us. And we we would do stuff around the city. We actually won a citywide songwriting contest. Mm. It was like a big deal, you know what I'm saying? So and eventually Mike ended up you know, doing his own thing, started working with Carmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the three of us decided to go on and do our thing. Gotcha. We got this record contract. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of nostalgia. Yes, yes. Coming to Tulsa. Yeah. You know, and making this thing happen. Now that you guys are back together, like you do the tech rehearsal last night and you've seen all these things come back together. Does it ignite, man, some resurgence potentially of, you know, at one time, I understand a lot of you guys were out on the road together, PID, ETW, Gospel Gangsters and some of you guys. Could you see something like that resurgence? I could see. You know what, though? Honestly, I have kind of like took the brakes off this whole project. You did? Yeah. And in turn, I took the brakes off because I don't know what God has in store for it. Got it. Because there's a history that's being told that some people didn't know, some people didn't know the depth of it. Okay. Like I said, it's, it is a story within itself. Yes. You know what I mean? And some of the people that are out now are seeing the fruits of it, but if you never know the root of it, you don't really know how it even got there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's refreshing to me that I don't know. I'm like, you know what, God, I never know. Right, right. never know right. what's going to happen because, I mean, truth be told, I'm on a medical leave right now. Yes. And I got nothing but time. You know what I'm saying? So you can tour. Not so well, I don't know about tour. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but in terms of being available, right. it's like this, come in or whatever. I'm, I'm available, whatever. Gotcha. You know, so I'm just kind of got the brakes off. So I got whatever you want to get happen. Let's do it. You know? Right. Let's, I got this. So you make no assumptions, but you're open. No, I'm open. That's, I mean. that's beautiful. When you look at the, uh, the newer generation right. of the Christian hip hop groups, right. if you could um, use some of that time, your gifts, your talents, even your treasure, if you could, to mentor. Right. Uh, but you only could pick one. Who would you invest in? In terms of... of, of upcoming artists. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. No no one that kind of piques no, your interest no, yet? Piques my, I mean, I shouldn't say piques my interest, but I mean, in terms of me knowing what... Okay, got it. Can actually got it. say anything? Yeah. But, but in general, mm-hmm. I could literally say um, you have to stay humble. And I'm not saying that just to say that. Yes. Because I do realize in humility is your strength. Yes. Because if you make the thing more about you as mm-hmm. opposed to why you're doing this, you get off track. Yeah. You make bad decisions. You know, you bring people around you that don't need to be around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these are the things I, I truly learned. Yeah. Because you know? when we first started, you know, I passed the status down and I say, you know what, you guys you keep it humble. You know, because in humility, God will put you in front of king. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they would want to hear what you have to say, as opposed to you blasting your own horn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I realized that's very true. Because we, we had a chance to go to a lot of different places, man, people don't even know about. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, you know, all over Europe. I mean, yeah. Prisoners, all this kind of thing. Yeah. Talking to people that don't have any hope at all. Murderous <clears throat> row, man, in uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. Unless you didn't want. I'm talking to a guy that murdered his whole family. Mm, you know mm, what I mean? It's mm. like, what's was it? You know, unless I was humble enough to say, yeah. hey, man, you know, bring bring in Christ. If I was arrogant everywhere I thought I was, man, you shouldn't have been there. It's your fault. You know, right. that's not the point. The yeah. point is that he has a life and God has a chance to touch him before he leaves this earth. Right. Still going to paradise if God, if he has a chance to hear what you have to say. Yeah. 
in humility, not in arrogance or not in I'm better than you. Y'all just here because y'all 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 probably deserve it. That kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And those are the opportunities why we went into it. Yes. I mean, and I also realized that everybody's on a different road. Yeah. Everybody's on a different road. You know, the, in there was uh Oral Roberts prior to the group coming together? You going to school? It was Oral Roberts was because of the group. Because of the group coming together. Okay. Yeah, because we were students okay. originally. And we just decided to do this talent show and we put the group together. It was actually about four or five of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We put this thing together and we did this talent show and we actually lost. You know, this is like an 86, something like 86. Okay. And, and it was funny because we were inspired by Stephen Wiley. I right. Mean, because nobody, I would break. Right. I said, hey, man, we could do that, man. We could we could put a little thing together, whatever this and that, you know, because some of the people from New York, I'm from Detroit, some people from because I was from New York, you know, mm-hmm. and we say, hey, we can, we can put that together. So anyway, um, and it just took off from that. The school picked up on it, and they would have us perform at chapel, right. which is a big thing. That's the whole school. They would give us equipment, and we would go out into the project areas of Tulsa and just set up and start playing. Right. It was about, at, at that time, it was like 10 of us in this group. Yeah. You know, but then we narrowed down to people graduated, get married, whatever, this and that. It ended up just being a thrill. Yeah. You know, and we just took it where it needed to go as far as that. That's good. You know, one of the things that's so interesting about some of the stories that you guys have is, is this, the um, commonality sometimes of, um, and it seems more so with the legends and pioneers than some of the current, I think that's fair to say, of the focus on the, the ministry aspect, carrying that through to theological schools, right. part one, which it keeps that drumbeat of focus on the ministry aspect, right? Secondarily, the submission to a, to accountability, right? That that comes through in those stories, right? Um, and, and and then thirdly, I think that also speaks to the longevity that happens for a lot of the ministries as well. You you have to be grounded in a sense because there's going to be a lot of things coming at you. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to say, "Look, let me go talk to a pastor, somebody, absolutely, get some some legit counseling, some legit, uh, you know, guidance, absolutely." And and that was key. Plus, also covering, people don't understand, you need people praying for you. Yes. Because you're going into lion's dip. You're going into situations where you can get shot. You right. know what I mean? We, in our case. You know right. I mean? And we sort of, we, I know people back here praying for us. Right. You know, I know I got the mother of the church, you know, whatever. We know that. Right. So those are the things that gives me the boldness to go into some of these places. Yes. Without any fear. Yeah. Without any hesitation. And so I could walk up to him. I mean, dude, man, we have situations, man, where well, I remember where we were. I thought we was in Louisiana, someplace, man. Uh-huh. And we they this past had this little kind of a setup kind of a thing, and we out there, you know, just doing our thing, a street kind of thing, man. And uh, this guy comes running over here, man, and he said, "I guess here, I guess here," and he said, "Man, that's the that's like the straight up uh, dope dealer of the neighborhood, man." Uh-huh. He came out, man, got saved, uh-huh. dragged his whole crew up here, and they got saved that night, you know, because you don't know where you you that's right. dealing with, you know. That's right. I've been in situations, man, where, uh, I can tell you this, we were in this place called Mountain Home, Arkansas, Mm -hmm. and we were running a little late. This is from Tulsa driving to Mountain Home, right? No offense against Mountain Home, but I'm Mm going to think. We thought of this place, right? And uh, the pastor was like, uh, we were running up this a little late. He said, man, we're so glad you bought it lately, man. Man, we're glad y'all made it. I mean, and this is a predominantly um, white town. Man, they didn't even have a black dog in this town. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was, it was like a Dukes of Hazzard. You know, it was a predominantly white town. Anyway, we got everybody clapping and stuff. We got the, oh, come on, clapping. You know, that's not, mm-hmm. you know, 
I don't know, you know. And then they had these guys on, on the perimeter of the building. Yeah, like these army insignia and stuff. I yeah. Army, I didn't know what was going on, whatever. So we go into the back office of the, and the pastor, you know, like I said, all white chip. He's like, hey, we glad you boys made it. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you know, because um, KKK called. And they said they didn't want you guys to go on. I said, the KKK. <laughs> they had quarters right down the road over here. So we had to have a little extra security. Oh, you kidding me, man? Oh. We had so many guys around the perimeter. There was security? Security. <laughs> Did y'all still perform or y'all roll out? No, 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 no. I, I, I was sitting there going, but that's all I need, man. You know, the KKK, you know, remember Jet Magazine? I, got me, I probably got me up in Jet Magazine or something. <laughs> I mean, anyway, man, I thought it was interesting. I said, okay, all right. He said, he said we're going to go on anyway. We're going to go on anyway. I said, yeah, man, we're going to go on. I'm not worried about that, man, you know. you know. So we went on, did our thing, man, and, you know, no, nothing happened. Right, you, you know? right. Although I was a little nervous that night because we had to go to this motel, mm-hmm. right? And we were on the second floor, and then we were on this balcony. And I'm saying, oh, goodbye, goodbye. I said, let me get in this room, man. <laughs> that's, that's what, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody left. Man, listen. That's what I, let me get in this room. You know, but I'm just saying, but that kind of stuff happens. Yes, man. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I, I had no fear. Yeah. But yeah. At the same time. It, and that's what I mean about the things you guys went through during those times were pretty unique. No ETW in my mind, man. Uh, you know, and you tribute a lot to Stephen Wiley and, and Mike Peace, and right. but you were right behind them. So you know, I I, I see you guys as a collective. Um, no ETW, no cross movement, no cross movement, no holy culture. Quite frankly, in my opinion. So you know, when I think about holy culture and, and what we're doing, and like I said to you guys last night. No Holy Culture, um, now Holy Culture Radio and what we're doing. And I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. This new thing, man. There you go. To see your work come through like that, what is, how does that feel, man? What is, Again, it's, 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 it's humbling, but at the same time, I'm glad it's being acknowledged. Yeah. Because there were, there were not avenues that they have now to push the platform or push the music. You know what I mean? Because we were still dealing with a, a, an industry that was somewhat divided. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if it wasn't like Run DMC or whatever... And it had to be some kind of a gangster thing. Mm-hmm. It had to be something else. You know what I'm saying? You know, so that dead genre wasn't going to hard to break through that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Christian music, if it wasn't Amy Grant or something like that, or it was hard to break through that. You yeah. know what I mean? So there was like, where do you go with this group? Mm-hmm. So we almost had to make our own lane in a lot of situations. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And fortunately, like the um, song we do tonight, um, Let's Stay Together, that did get some airplay on BET. We got some, you know, some of the outlets at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was good. Because you know? right. that also changed our music as mm-hmm. far as how we were writing. Gotcha. You know, we started doing songs like Ain't Nobody Dying But Us. Mm-hmm. Talking about black and black violence. Mm-hmm. We're working with a group called Mothers Against Violence. We actually did marches mm-hmm. in Indianapolis, whatever. We're talking about violence and stuff. Participating in the march, mm-hmm. you know, going on different things. Because, you know, it was it was becoming more of a real, real type situation of what yeah. we were dealing with. Our yeah. audience was changing in terms of the black church is starting to embrace us a little bit more. It's putting it in, in situations where, cause we, not that we didn't before, right. we first started off, um, the black church was a little reluctant about certain things, you know, but we'll, 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 we'll do our little, give you a little right. in the basement, you know, mm-hmm. we'll stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, we, we just made our own road. But like yeah. I said, we didn't care. I yeah. Mean, we, we did high school uh, assemblies. You know, we had to change our music to adjust to that. Mm-hmm. Stephen Wiley was the youth pastor at uh, Prince Charles Christian Center back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um, he invited us down to L.A. 
to do this concert. Mm-hmm. Right? Man, we did this concert on a Wednesday, a Wednesday night thing, you know, and uh, Thursday, the LA riots started. Mm. Literally the next day. So we're at his church, Wednesday night, doing this thing, you know, Fred Price in church. Mm-hmm. Next day, riots broke out. Mm. Next day, you know, and um, I'm sitting there going, man, we were like literally right in the smack of some serious history. You know right, I mean? right. Because my brother was living out there and I was staying with my brother. And uh, my brother goes, man, because we had like a trailer and a, and a vehicle. And he said, man, put that trailer in the garage. I don't want these people think that I swiped up some stuff out of LA and brought it to the garage, you know, because we had a trailer full of stuff. Right. Product, all this kind of stuff. It's like, man, put that in the garage. Because he lived out of Cerrito. Yeah. You know I mean, he said, man, put that in the garage, man. Because it was getting hot, man. It was getting hot as far as like, you know, yeah, stuff yeah. that's going on. We could see stuff burning yeah. from his house. You know, I was like, whoa, this is getting serious. You know, man, again. Right. Know, right smack in the middle of history, you know. A lot of history. Hey, man, I, I just want to say thank you for all the work you guys are putting in for, for the rest of us. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And uh, looking forward to the, to the night. Looking forward to your ministry tonight. And uh, I'm going to say thank you on behalf of the current generation of Christian hip-hop heads as well. You know, this is a passing the baton moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so hopefully uh, they feel that way. Hopefully you feel that way. I think I think that's the, that's the thing, I think, um, that I was feeling... Yesterday, I feel like this this is a, a start point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a reset. Yeah. You know what I mean? A reset means not that anything was going crazy, but you need to reset to realize where you started from. Yes. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think once this history is out, you can reset the movement. So even future people will say, hey, man, there was some legit sacrifice. There was some legit Absolutely. part in ministry to go out and do this, not just for money. That's right. Not just for fame. That's right. You know what I'm but to actually have the message and that message is the thing that's more big to do it, not just the accolades that go behind the message. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what we really want to establish. Because like you said, we wouldn't be here if it was just about the fame or just about this. That's right. Because people, you know, they can be one and done you out there. There's a lot of groups that started, there's only a few that's even standard right That's now. right. That's you right. Know what I'm saying? Thank you, sir. Appreciate okay. your time. Johnny J, ETW, y'all. Okay. Right here, Holy Culture. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you.